T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And joining us is Tim Allen, host of your... Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show on our flagship station. I'm going to start saying uh, that this is our flagship <laughs> for my show. Flagship. For my show, the Bart Winkler flagship. Like we're the flagship for the big show, right? Because they're syndicated throughout the state. Yeah, but I'm just going to start saying this is the flagship for my show on the Bart Winkler Radio Network. Yeah. Well, now that your boy got a little New York rub, you know. That's right. Do um, we have to say that during the post-game show? The flagship? The flagship of the Bart Winkler show? <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't. Bart Winkler Radio Network. I wouldn't mind yeah. it. It's I would ring to it, doesn't Bart it? Winkler Radio Network? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's tremendous. I, I have a bone to pick with you. What'd I do? It's uh, more what you didn't do, Tim. What didn't I do? It's more what you didn't do. So my understanding is that you... Don't like playing visiting team highlights on the postgame show. No, don't do it. I won't do it. You can do it. Okay, so then what I okay, what I need you then to instill in your boys is that it's still okay to record them when they're here. If they've got the time, absolutely. If they don't, then I don't get your Okay, own all right, all right. Do I don't need everyone. Okay. But when there's an inside the park home run that may have won the game for the Cubs. We shouldn't have to be chasing that down the next morning. Is that's, okay. that's, here's, here, that's my here's, bone to here's, pick with you. Okay, here's here's my bone to pick with you. If they have listen to me, if they have time, they'll do it. If they don't, get your own producer to do that. Which Tim did. Okay, good deal. Tim did. But well, I mean, I'm I'm at home cutting Rasul Douglas cuts for the other shows. <laughs> no. No, if again, if there's time, well, no problem. I don't play it, and there's there's a, a method to the madness. I just think back of me, uh, you know, not doing this show, and do I, as a Brewers fan, want to hear someone else's three run home run to take the lead in the seventh inning off uh, Kyle Loesch? No, I just that's the last thing I want to hear, you know. So I just kind of keep it on the Brewer positive side. Okay, I have one other bone to pick with you regarding show and show production. Again, this could have been done off air, but you know why? Um, <laughs> where where have my game wraps been? It's been like three years since you sent me a game wrap. Yeah, where did those go? <laughs> no, it's been a lot longer than that. <laughs> my goodness, it's been like ten. That was a requirement uh, from one of our old bosses, and <laughs> I liked it. 
You did like it? I like getting a game rant from you. I, th- I th- almost thought it was a little on the uncomfortable side. It was a little too broadcasty. Like, you know, it was like pre... I don't know. It was it, it, something that airs in the morning that was recorded the night before. Yeah, true. Sometimes you'll see, like, yeah. the sports anchors do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, CBS 58 at 5.30 in the morning. It's like, let's go to Kevin Holden. Tom Pippins with the uh, latest, or uh, <laughs> yeah. Tim Van Vorn with the latest in sports. And then, yeah, great night for the Brewers. And you know he's not up at it's five thirty-five yeah, in the morning. He came in just to do this ninety-second thing. Yeah, yeah. So that I don't know that we did get a little more in depth on it way, way many years ago. And that was we'd play highlights in it. It'd be really? Like a two and a, yeah, it was like a two and a half minute thing. Ah, see, that's too much um, work. <laughs> It's sort of fun work, but it just, I, I don't know. It was just an uncomfortable kind of thing. And because then you, you're, you're dealing with the past tense or present tense. And you're right. like, last night, but no, it was tonight. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to figure out. Yeah. The game wraps used to be done by the post game show for the morning show in yep. a segment that we had uh, back when I started called Three Trends, which we would go over the three trends of the day at every <laughs> 35 right. of the hour. We took that away because. Uh, their ratings were terrible. They always dipped at 35. Nobody liked the trends. So we took no. it away. Yeah, no, that's, we took it away because of that. Huh. Nobody I liked the trends. That. I, I didn't know that. News and notes is a, is a no, barn that, burner. That's trending. Yeah. Yes. News and notes. Um, <laughs> when I have my dad on the show, that's always good for ratings. Um, but yeah, no, three trends. Terrible. I, I still remember guys. the first time I got, like, in trouble here. The first time I got in trouble at this station, which comparatively, for the things I've gotten yelled at since, seems so minor. But when I did a post-game show, I think I did it for the Bucks. I filled in for the Bucks, And I did the post-game show. It was Mike and Chuck in the morning. And I said, hey, guys, Bart Winkler, uh, Bucks won. This is the second post-game show that I've done, so... Bucks are 2-0 and when you got me on board. And I said something like that, and I got a call from our old boss. He said, uh, it's not about you. Oh, really? Well, he wasn't mad at me. He was relaying a message from Mike. Wicket was mad that I tried oh, to. this business. I, I swear to God. Yeah. This, the, oh, my God. Yeah, Wick, Wixie was mad. Who do we think we are? Yeah, you know Wixie that? was mad that I was trying to carve out a role. That I was trying to be like, hey, you know, people... You know, because when we introduce a new voice, there should be some. You got to get to know him, right? Yeah. And that's the reason, Shay, why I'm such a jerk to you. <laughs> it's okay. But that then it's people get fun. to know who you are. It's all in fun. There's a method to my madness. All in fun, yes. Hey, Tim, can I tell you something real quick? Sure. I think the uh, Brewers are listening to our show because uh, the post game show. Because uh, they did some new things on their scoreboard and fan prompts yesterday that I have never seen before. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. They uh, they they did two strikes. Clap your hands or get loud. Oh. They played okay. some better music yesterday in the uh, in the different later different music. Yes. Or better music. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle on two strikes. Oh, so okay. I have a We're feeling someone's listening. We're, we're we're getting there. Okay, because we, we I got a text it. yesterday from I I got a text yesterday from someone that listens. He says, 
I'm at the Brewer game. They did like one hype song the whole game. Are they just catering to other teams? I listened to it yesterday too, late in the game. So I was in in and out of a family function or whatever. So I was in the house and like, what's going on? That sort of thing. And I didn't notice that, uh, I want to say it was bottom of the ninth. With when the inning first started, mm-hmm. I'm get a man on, and I was I, I just went. It it sounds like a morgue in there. Yeah, there was nothing going on. Was that? Did I hear that properly? You, you, it might have been the crowd again. I will Bart, Tim. I I will preface this by saying, you, we're we're at the mercy of the crowd mics on both radio and TV. So sometimes it's off in the background. Other times it's right in your face. So the crowd mic levels may have been down or whatever on on these particular games that I that I talk about, but I don't think so. So they are pumping in more noise, or they're doing more things, or they're not doing more. things? That's what Tim's saying. I, since we got on this earlier this year, it was um, it was just weird that it seemed like there was a there's more hype when there's runners on for the other team at American Family Field than when the Brewers are rallying. Mm. It just seems that way to me. I don't. I don't know. I. I didn't tra- uh, track it scientifically or anything like that. And I, I'm clearly, and I've said this before. I'll, I'll continue to say it. I'm not ripping on anybody. I don't want anyone to lose their job or anything like that. I'm just saying, if if, if I ever retire from this job, I would love to be the the audio engineer. <laughs> down at American Family Field. I'll turn that thing into a into a party zone. Well, you know who I would like to advocate for real quick? Since I think one of my roles in this business is to advocate for others. Okay. I'd like to ad- uh, advocate for Nicole Sedevi, who is the Brewers' in-game like entertainment mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to advocate for her because she's up there and we see her on TV and nobody can ever hear her because the PA system in there is garbage. Oh, the, the speakers. <laughs> they've never changed them since See, here we day go. one. you got to be go. right under them. And then it's great that you have Sophia interview people and then plug in the sound. But unless you're, like, right there, you can't hear them. Speakers want... are garbage. This, so uh, Sophia at least gets the TV shine, right? Mm-hmm. And you can, oh, okay, she's good. With Nicole, you have no idea what she brings to the table because the team is hindering her. So, it's, Nicole, I am advocating on your behalf. Yes, we are. Yes, I'm, I'm with you there. And it's, it's about the fan experience. They always talk about this. They, and, Tim, you know this as a, as a former employee down there. It is about the fan experience. Part of that experience is not just the product on the field. Okay? It is an event. That means uh, concessions, as you guys know. That, that's part of that experience, that interaction as as we were just talking about um it, it's also sound sensory as well and knowing a few things about sound i think we're 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 just scratching the surface on on the impact that can happen and again i, I will point this to brewers fans uh and I, I will continue to do that compare it to other major league baseball stadiums just do that if you, if you get a chance give it a listen while you're watching or listening to the game just listen to what the PA music is doing in the other parks. And you'll see a dramatic difference. You'll hear the dramatic difference. There's no question about it. That's, that's the reality. That's the fact. And I'm, again, I'm not calling for anyone's job. I don't want to hammer on anyone individually. 
I just think it should be more festive inside American Family Field. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Allen. This is the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. And that's Tim Shea. We won't forget Tim Shea. How could we? This is the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. Score yourself a Wendy's Breakfast Baconator combo today. Maybe with the potato wedges as the side. That's where we go. You could also get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Sweet with a kick of heat. Wash it down and start your day with a frosty chino. You know who I, uh, you know, you know, every, people think I hate everyone in this business. <laughs> and I do hate a lot of people in this business because I think a lot of people are bad. But that's why I hype up the people that I think do good work. For sure. And I want to say congratulations to Steven Watson joining the Bally Sports crew. News and note. I'm really proud for this guy. I sent him a message last night. I said, Steven, I'm really happy for you. He said, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you told him your name, and he said, who is this? <laughs> yeah, and he, he says, are you the guy that tanked it on Friday CBS Sports Radio? I said, no, no, the show is good. No, I'm happy. I, th- I think it's a good fit for him. Do you so, know him? I know him a little bit, yeah. You do, okay. Just yeah, from I, being I, in the ballparks. I, I don't think he'll ever remember this, but I did a show with him. Uh, it was one of the huddles that we did on, on a Thursday Oh, I'm sure night. he'll remember. It was on site... 2018 somewhere in downtown and uh it was a huddle that was uh kind of overlapping with the post game show uh, oh right yeah yeah I so it was that. Krause watson myself and and bill Krause watson yourself can't place the other one how was it bill no it was good it was fine that bill yeah. doesn't ring a bell go on <laughs> No, it was it was fine. Yeah, so Bally Sports Wisconsin, a news and note, Brewer news and note note for Stephen Watson, pre and post. Uh Pete tweets in, after a walk off win, are we really complaining about the sound at AmFam? Uh, don't act like this is your first time listening to this show. You know what we do here. Just bounce around. That's what it is. But it was a cool win. Oh my goodness. Can I tell you something that uh that I want to talk about the most? We'll talk about the win. I mean, we'll play your little highlights and get everybody to be happy. So we're going to carry three catchers for a while, huh? We are, yeah. That, that's the way it's going to be, and, and I like it. And I'll tell you why. You can burn these guys. These guys collectively, if we're, we're looking for offense, they're decent hitters, hitters uh, decent hitting catchers. How about that? They, they are. So you can not worry about burning your, your final catcher uh, late in a game. That's a, good, that's a good tool for Craig Council. It is. Plus... Now, Caratini has played a little first. You got the DH to work with. You're you're limited in in uh, outfielders right now without Renfro and Taylor. So, yeah, three catchers. It makes total sense right now. How long do you think it lasts? Well, so well, Severino, I didn't realize this. Not el- eligible for postseason. I didn't realize yeah. that right away. I I did not know that either, Bart. I gotta admit, and I didn't know that that uh, half year suspension did come with a uh, postseason. Uh, ban, if you will. So that seems weird. That does seem strange. You're going to let him back for half the season and then cut it off again. Yeah, he's already served his right. time. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem right. Also, PEDs are not a big deal, but that's my opinion. Um, yeah, he served his time though. I, how do you not? So, so the Brewers are either going to be like, well, let's get the most out of them, and then say goodbye to him, or. <laughs> I thought well, that because I, I thought what was going to happen with the way that Caratini was playing is he would work his way back and do his rehab, and the Brewers would be like, "Nah, there's no spot for you." And I thought Severino would be the odd man out. 
And he still could be. But then if you dump Caratini, well, now now you have one catcher in the playoffs. What are you going to do, trade for Jacob Nottingham again? Well, there's Alex Jackson. Oh, He's yeah. hurt, but Alex yeah, I mean, he might be coming. How, uh, did I, how did I forget about Alex Jackson? Weird, weird ass stats. I mean, come on, guys. The, these stats that we're going out of control with stats. I'm not going to hammer on on uh, analytics, but it, what was it? The first time since 1900 that um, a player hit his first major league home run, an inside the park homer was hit, and a first walk off home run. And a, I'm sorry, and a walk-off home run was hit in the same game. So walk-off home run, an inside-the-park home run, and a first major league homer from any player in that game. Wow. But isn't that something? That is crazy. That's, that's a crazy. Uh, J.R. You, know, you, you, go, you go to baseball games, you never know what you're going to see, Tim. You never know. <laughs> know it's something that. different every day. <laughs> uh, J.R. Radcliffe had a piece, uh, and I – uh, man, I we're going to talk about this on the post game tonight a little bit. Got it, I got to mention it. Of all the walk offs in Brewers history, man, what a walk down memory lane for that. Uh, that piece was amazing. I love what he does, guys. I really do. I I think as if you're a Brewer nerd and you're just into everything Brewers, J.R. Ratcliffe comes up with some really cool articles. It was like. 347 or 57 walk-off home runs or walk-off hits in Brewers history. 147 different players have done it. And then he goes over the you know the strange quirks. Did you realize they had a in a double header, they had both games as walk-off hits, walk-off winners at at Old County Stadium. I didn't know that. And and what's weird is the night before they had a walk-off hit. So it was three in a row, three in 24 hours. You know they uh the article, I, I know what you're talking about. I text JR about that article and how good it was, and he said, who are you? <laughs> then you told him your name, and he said, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it weird? I got a fun fact for you. The Brewers have never had a walk-off home run on the road. Isn't that crazy? That is nuts. See <laughs> the stats. That's that, that from that Baseball wild? Reference. They've never yeah. had a walk-off home run. <laughs> the Elias Sports on Bureau helping out. How That's is that crazy. possible after you 50 did a lot years? Of digging for that stat, didn't you? <laughs> after 50 years. How's that I possible? Am, How's it not happen once? I am eyeballing. <laughs> I don't know how closely you are tracking this, Bart, but I really am. For some reason, I'm enamored by this. Brewers with 47 victories um, in the National League. Uh, the two teams ahead of them have 50. So when you when you think about all the love that the Mets are getting, all the love that the Dodgers always get, they're just three wins ahead of the crew right now. All right, I did look at record. the I did do a little standings looking uh, yesterday. I was looking mm-hmm. at the standings. I wanted and to see where the White Sox were for some reason, and they're a couple about games back. Yeah, and so and then I was looking at the National League, of course, and yeah, you're right. I looked at the Brewers, and I looked at right now they're three games up on St. Louis. And then if you look at the other teams in the National League, now the the Brewers have played more games is the thing. So well, well, they, the Mets are 50 they, and 30. Yeah. The Brewers are 47 and 35. So that's three, five. That's four games back of the Mets. And they're four and a half games back of the Dodgers. But if you're looking at this team potentially being a top two seed, which mm-hmm. gets you the bye, yeah. that race is still very much in play. 
way in play. But Bar- then I would, I would, I would, I would wonder again. I, I still think that we're going to get to this point where one of these teams is going to get the buy, and they're going to lose, and then we're going to ask, "Do you even want the buy in baseball?" No, man. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see how it. How but you it want out. the buy because then. I mean, what if you lose in that first series? Of course you want the buy. You don't want to lose in the first series. Absolutely. But you're going to be taking four or five days off in a sport where you always say it's the hottest team It's the hottest team in October. Well, what if a team's really hot and then they have to take a week off before they play again? That's going to cool you down. Uh, maybe. I. You know, but let's, maybe not. Let's I don't know. I think that there's a big potential of conversation to be had based on how that shakes out. This race is really getting interesting, and, and it is a pennant race now, past the halfway mark, approaching the all-star break, uh, trade rumors and conversations going on. But out of all the adversity that the Brewers have had this year, they're right there. Guys, they're right there. You know what that tells you? You know what it should tell you? They're a really good baseball team. They're a really Really good baseball team, despite looking ugly at times, despite all the injuries, despite the horrible scheduling, despite looking uh, like you know the the pitching staff as a whole is taking a little bit of a step back. Despite all of those things, guys, they're three games away from the best record in the National League. Think about that for a second. That it really is striking when you look at it that way from that perspective do we expect more out of this team well yeah and you'll probably get more i'm convinced you will get does a really good baseball team bat mike brissell cleanup it does whatever it has to do and 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 that's that's why there might be band-aids here on on a few paper cuts but but again, the the bigger picture view and perspective is that out of all of that, Mike Brasso and Luis uh, Rios hitting cleanup at times. Out of all the injuries, losing you know the pitching that they've lost, uh, three three city road trips in the first two months of the season, which was ridiculous. All of those things, and you're right there for the best record in the National League. Come on, that's a really good baseball team. Give them health. Okay, give them health, give them a friendlier schedule in terms of road and home, give them a little bit better production in the second half. Who knows? I mean, we we don't have a clear picture. All we know is they're right there. Despite all that, they're right there with the big boys. Yeah, it's it's really interesting as you try to because we're going to talk a lot of trade deadline obviously this month, right? Every every time we talk, we'll be trade deadline a little bit. But when you look at what a team needs to do in the postseason. Because I, I, I look at this team and I look at them as I still think they're going to win the NL Central. And even if they don't, now they're stacking up an, uh, uh, up enough wins that a wild card berth could be possible. I think they're a playoff team. So that's, I mean, I, but I think a lot of people think that. And then I think what a lot of people think is once you get to the playoffs, are they going to be good enough? Now, baseball, like this team, this team could get hot for two weeks and all of a sudden you're in the World Series. This team's good at winning close games, so they play a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Rarely is a game 19-2 like it was the other night, but they play a lot of them, and they are and and that's all it really takes. You know, it's all it really takes is a couple of of lucky things. Like the Brewers probably should have lost that game yesterday. A lot of breaks went the Cubs' way, but they found a way to win. And so, I want to say that they're a playoff team. They knew they do need more. They're not good enough to win a World Series. But I don't know that in baseball there's a such thing as not being good enough to win a World Series because of how quirky baseball can be. 
Yeah, and and really pinch yourself because a lot can happen, as you said. The the trade deadline. Just pinch yourself that this season doesn't just fly by on you, and you don't didn't have some fun along the way. However, I think it was Tim and I were having a conversation off the air. You think about um, we all assume they're going to make the playoffs, as you said, Bart. What happens if it is another early exit? Now, let's just play the what-if game. Let's fast-forward. That's why I prefaced it by saying, hey, pinch yourself, enjoy the season. But let's, let's for the sake of this conversation, j- jump all the way past. They got eliminated. They made the playoffs. They get eliminated in the first round. Five consecutive years into the playoffs. Do we celebrate that? Or at what point does the fan base change to, you know, getting to the NFC title games is just not good enough anymore. Really? Do well, we, do we get to good that question. point? Do we, but I'm just saying, just speculating, what if it's okay, they make the playoffs five consecutive years this year, we all anticipate that, and they do it again next year. And now it's six straight years into the playoffs. Do we celebrate that as Oh my goodness, look at these Brewers. They're six straight years in the playoffs. Look at their first 47 years. They only made it four times. They're on the right track. I think at some point, Bart, and I'm not saying it's necessarily now, but at some point it's not going to be good enough, and it shouldn't be good enough. So whatever you need to do to get past this, oh, we made the playoffs again, you got to do that. So whether it's this year, oh. and it might be this year. It might be the t- real heavy-duty chip pile is slid in. It's, it's possible. It really is. Because I don't you think Stearns and that front office, Adonacio, don't you think at some point they're going to transition to, damn, this isn't good enough yet. Now, well, let's let's take you back to 2018 when I called you blasted after Game Seven. Okay, but that's 2018. What and I'm I, saying what did is I now tell they're you that stacked day. up. I said all of you that are celebrating what good <laughs> what a good season this was. This is as close as we're gonna get. We no, okay. blew it. No yeah, time then, to celebrate. And look where we are five years later. Five. That was five years Finally ago. Finally coming around. Yep. Okay. Well, that's five years, and and now I'm just saying five consecutive years. Make it one more. Let's to be fair, throw a six pack. But this is what they want. This is what Stern says. He always says cracks at the door. Okay. Okay. Well, at at some point, don't you think that? Okay, I'm just gonna say this. But that this is how quirky baseball is because the there's years that they they could have gone to the World Series and they didn't, and there will be a year that they don't deserve to go to the World Series, and that's when they will. I agree. I agree and with that, that wholeheartedly. But I that's do. so that's why in football, when you are so close and then so far away, you know, you fire Andy Reid after four straight NFC championship losses if you're the Eagles. But if Correct. you're uh or appearances. But if you're in baseball, look, the same reason why I can't say like you know, they they could have they could have went to the World Series again last year, but they didn't. Because baseball it is there's just way too many variables. A game like yesterday, like you just said, there was a guy who hit a, a home run for the first time and inside the parker and a walk-off, and that, that's never happened before in a game. And that walk-off or that inside-the-park home run isn't an inside-the-park home run if it doesn't hit exactly where it hit. And mm-hmm. then the strike zone, all of a sudden at the end of the ninth inning well, with I Willie mean, Adamas, the strike zone gets weird. 
you can't there's too many variables there's way more variables in this sport than any other yeah but there are its own variables in football too a ball bounces one way it gets to be 32 yeah, below team, zero the better team's gonna win in football it, it, it gets to be 32 below zero someone has a blocked punt i mean come on all all those variables but you get the point in in a general feel at some time the bar has to be higher and I'm not necessarily saying it's now, although my bar is always win the World Series from day one to the end of the season. And, and that's why you, you know, you kind of got on me a little bit in that 2018 exit in game seven was that. But that's after the fact, though, Bart. You talked to me before that game ended and, and it's still World Series. So after the fact, it's like, OK, what are you going to do now? Uh, all right. Uh, it was a fun season and a lot happened. But if it's five years, six years, seven years, I don't know. Changes. What if Lafleur goes to the NFC title game another, I don't know, three of the next four years and, and bounces all three of those four years in the same game, NFC title game? What, do you, what did you say to Dusty Baker in D.C. when he won two division titles and got him a, a rung or two deep into the playoffs when you let him go? Andy Reid, as you said, is a good example. I'm not necessarily saying it's now in a, you know, in, in a, in a really heart of hearts conversation with this organization, you guys got to break through at some point. You just, you just do. It's time. It's time now. Well, okay. I'm glad that you five years later have come around. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're you're starting Yeah, you know, how long have you been working here? You might be starting to grow on me by now, Bart. I'm pushing uh, eight years. It's really eight? Yeah. Seems longer. Yeah, it seems longer and shorter. I think it seems longer because the threat of this being my last day is every day since I started. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I think I think uh, that's the problem. Hey, well, that was pretty fun. Ice. On, what's that? That's the thin ice we, we, uh, we walk on in, in the media. It kind of is. That was pretty fun on Friday when uh, we were just talking about this earlier. Derek Shelton wanted one of his pitcher's arms to fall off. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing. There should be repercussions for Derek Shelton in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if it comes internal. I don't know if it's an, uh, a trainer lights him up in the, in the clubhouse. I don't know if that kid or his family or his personal trainer or his agent or somebody lights up Shelton. Someone had to do it. I, I'm not afraid to do it. Shelton, out of line. That was embarrassing. You're going to get the kid hurt. I don't know what in the world you possibly could have been thinking. 56 pitches in an inning. That's out of line. What's the and record, for, like 62? For, for a guy that I really liked, and I like part of his game. I guess that, that's the part I wouldn't like. I... I I was I was blown away. It was embarrassing. I felt horrible uh, for what was his name? Cam View was his name, and and he said the the uh, the excuses. Well, well, once he got near fifty, he got the first out. Near fifty? <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, I was a little nervous about Josh Hader the other day. Uh, Thirty-three pitches. And I was floored by him being in the game yesterday. Oh, yeah, I, I have to thinking. bring that up with you. 
Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what he was doing in that baseball game yesterday. Does, why did he come in that? in the ninth? Well, yeah, and and what was the score at that point? Two to uh, they were down. It was one to one. Right, well, were, one to no, one. Into one the he top came of the in, it was one came to one. in one to one. Yeah, because he yeah, gave up the yeah. home run. Yeah, and it's it's which hey, you get to the bottom, give yourself a chance. So that's the the way you play it there. If you have a fresh arm there, thirty three pitches in another city that less than twenty four hours earlier, uh, that that was questionable right there. Well, then Craig must have thought they needed to win that game. Uh you think that's what he does, Bart? I, that's what I love about Craig Council. He's winning this game tonight, and at some point, however, he does play for the next day. He does. Every, every, I, I think most managers do. It's just pointed out here a little bit more that uh, you, you do have to play for tomorrow. you got to wave the white flag a little bit. I, sometimes it's a little earlier than I like. I mean, I'm a guy that's, hey, there's, let's give him a finish, boys. There's, we're down five in the bottom of the ninth with one out and one on. Come on, we can get that guy. If we can just move the line here. Council doesn't do that. He'll just play for the next day. But he's playing, if it's close, he's playing to win. He's playing to win tonight, and that's why he's got the win total he's got. Uh, Ron and Rome called earlier, and I know that he calls the postgame show quite a bit, and uh, you know he was the one that said the Brewers might need an eye doctor, and then he was proven right <laughs> with Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, he had mentioned in the 10th inning the Brewers had that guy on second again, which you do in the extra innings, and then mm-hmm. McCutcheon's just swinging away. And so isn't that when you're when you're tied and all you need is one run, why don't the Brewers try to move that guy over, which uh, they never do and they seemingly com- never will. Council's answer to that is it, it, in the right situation, maybe we will. Well, know, that, there but, is no there, – that's the, that's the rightest situation. But he's talking about who's up. Okay. You know, who's, didn't want to who's do it coming with Apparently not. You know, apparently not. But, and really, quite frankly, it worked. <laughs> well, yeah, it worked. And then they it got worked. a home run out of it, which is well, the right. only way the Brewers like scoring runs. It, it did work, though. So it's it's tough to argue 100%. But I'm, I'm with Ron. I'm, you give me a man on second base, I don't even need a hit. I'm, I'm going sacrifice down, get the ball in play, and it's a win. I, I'm doing it almost every single time. Almost oh, sure. every time at home, tied, bottom half. Tim Allen, baseball postgame show. Thanks to our friends at Gene Wagner Plumbing. Yeah. That's all I got for you, bud. Okay, good, because I'm going to pee my pants right now. <laughs> oh. So <laughs> I got to bounce. Okay, well, then go. I uh, Go. <laughs> all right, Bart. See Tim, I'll see you today. We'll see uh, you tonight. See yep. you guys. Yep. Oh, geez. Wow. All right. Tim Allen. Got to go. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.